Hey, and welcome to Eliza starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, a 17-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I am here to do my very best to explain the big, wide world of teenagers these days. So, first off this week, something I'm done with, which is something I've been done with for a while, and it looks like a lot of the world has been too, but now everyone's really coming around to be done with this person, and for me, that is Taylor Swift, which may sound shocking considering her primary demographic is teenage girls, but I do not like that woman, and let me tell you why. It's not because she's had a lot of boyfriends, it's not because I don't like her music, it's not because I think she dresses weird or is quirky or blah blah blah. It's because I don't like how she uses quote-unquote feminism to advance her cause and her popularity. I do not like it. Her type of feminism is basically just the same kind of person all being friends with each other It's the kind of feminism that I talked about last week when I was frustrated with the way people often don't see see layers in it and won't accept divisions in it. And it's the kind of way people perversely use like, oh, we're all equal to twist people trying to get justice for themselves and other people. And Taylor's way of doing it is basically by saying, if I'm friends with a girl, that's feminism. Criticizing another girl is against feminism. And a lot of the time when she uses that kind of rhetoric is when she's being criticized by another woman. For example, Nicki Minaj once was like clearly frustrated with the the institutionalized racism within, I believe it was the Video Music Awards, the VMAs, and she was not directing it at Taylor even and was basically just like interesting that like black women or black people in general don't really have a shot at this. And Taylor took it to mean you're targeting me and she was like how do you know that a a white man didn't steal your shot wow like I am shocked that you would come at another girl this way you know what like I thought you supported girls how could you do this and that that really bothered me and it really bothered a lot of people because if you're really going to be a self-proclaimed feminist wouldn't it be your goal to help someone advance their cause wouldn't it be your goal to not take it personally and to not act like you a many woman who's won many many awards who doesn't need any help in the fame department or in the achievement department shouldn't you want to help her and shouldn't you be intersectional and shouldn't you accept that yeah there are things that affect other people way more than they affect you and that a position as a white woman is a position of privilege and it's just, you can't pretend that in the name of womanhood, you you can't let someone criticize a system that benefits you. And it just really frustrates me because she's also silent on so many, so many issues. Like, she was silent really during the election. She's silent during, like, when Black Lives Matter issues come up. She's silent. But then at the Women's March, which it's unclear if she went to it, I don't know. She's like, I'm so proud to be a woman today. And it's like, well... Yeah. You've been silent the whole time, except when other people are doing things, and then you get to, like, claim some sort of pride. And she's got this, like, group of women that she surrounds herself with, who all happen to be, like, white, super thin model, like, literal models. Um, Generally, like, even blonde, really tall, skinny, mostly straight, as far as I know, women. And she gets to be like, look at my, like, just feminist group. Like, well, you're basically all clones of one another. 
if you post a photo on Instagram, I cannot tell which one of you is which. No idea. Like, why do you get to claim these titles for yourself and be like the model and the icon for feminism and for women when you're really just willing to act for people who look like you and who are able to propel you forward? And the points that I'm making are by no means new ones. Um, especially after, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Kanye West came out with a song a while back where he said a lyric about Taylor and Taylor acted shocked. Like she was like, I am devastated that he would say this about me. And Kanye West was basically like, she and I talked about it. She gave me permission. I, she said I could do this and she knew about it ahead of time and everyone was like no like Kanye clearly is lying like victimizing poor little Taylor yet again and then Kim Kardashian posted a video that was like clearly Kanye on the phone with Taylor and you could hear Taylor's voice and she was like oh it'll be so great and they'll all think that you did something wrong but then I'll come out and I'll tell them like no I knew about this the whole time you punks but Taylor never admitted to that and then she posted on her Instagram this thing that was like I would like to be excluded from this narrative or something ridiculous that like there's no way out when they have evidence of you saying something what are you gonna do you know and so she's clearly lying about things and she really likes to just make herself into the victim even in scenarios like the one with Nicki Minaj where she really wasn't a victim at all where she likes to insert herself into things that aren't related to her she likes to pretend that she's this kind of like advocate but she's really only an advocate when she feels like it'll help her in my experience and that really bothers me and it really bothers me when people are able to just utilize feminism for their own gain she gets to utilize it so that we're like oh we feel good about supporting her look at her she's just like such a queen but she's not like just because you bring a women's soccer team on stage with you which sure it's cool but just because you do that doesn't mean that you're all of the all of a sudden an angel. It doesn't mean that you're all of a sudden like an advocate because why weren't you using all of your fame and all of your power and all of the girls who look up to you? Why weren't you using that as a platform to say something and maybe make an actual change instead of just being like, guys, we're all friends here and that is womanhood. So point is, I do not like Taylor Swift. I haven't really ever liked Taylor Swift, even before all of this started happening. She kind of didn't really rock my boat, especially because she's like, I'm such a country girl. Like, she's from Pennsylvania. Is she not? I'm like pretty sure she's from Pennsylvania. So that is my complaint about Taylor Swift, and it can really be applied to a lot of celebrities, I think. Um, But she in particular, as someone who's always seen as kind of this like innocent where everything happens to her but like she never does anything. That really frustrates me. And now something I'm obsessed with, which is a podcast called Most Notorious. It's really, really interesting because it's a historical true crime podcast. And something about that makes me feel a lot better than a current true crime podcast. Like I'll listen to like 1920s mobsters or like 1890s stuff. You know, I'm okay with listening to Lizzie Borden. I just really don't want to hear about bad things that happened in the last, you know, 40 years. That's about my span. Before that, okay, maybe I'll listen to it. Right about now, 1970s-ish onward, don't want to hear it. 
make it's just it's getting it's getting too real guys but i would definitely recommend most notorious podcast the guy who narrates it is just so good his voice is like just the perfect voice for it i love it so so much it's a really nice like grim escapism but if you don't feel like having grim escapism i would also recommend the podcast myths and legends it's just like myths and legends from all over the world they do greek myths it's actually one man he does greek myths and he does like stories from japan and stories from like really anywhere you can think of he does stories from like russia every (laughs) everywhere and he narrates them in a really really interesting way it's not formal it's quite informal and yet i don't find it annoying and that's something that i realized like i could easily find kind of affected but I don't. It just really comforts. Listen to it to go to sleep basically every night. And he does just such a great job that I don't even mind re-listening to them. So I would definitely recommend the podcast Myths and Legends. And that's it for this week. Thank you so, so much for listening. And come back in a week because who knows what we'll be into next week.